The Emerald City is Rockin' by ATTHS Twice on Archive of Our Own. July 2009. What do you say, Scully? Is it as beautiful as you remember? Mulder asked beside her. She smiled and continued to look out the window at the Seattle skyline, the sun peeking through the clouds and shining on the water. The beauty surrounding the area truly earned the name the Emerald City. She sighed, closing her eyes as they turned and began to descend toward the runway of the airport. It had been a tough few weeks at the hospital, and Mulder suggested they take this trip to get out of town and relax. She agreed, and before she knew it, he made all the plans, and they were heading to Seattle for the 4th of July weekend. Taking a deep breath, she looked over at Mulder as the plane got closer to landing. He was completely at ease, but she always hated this part. Before she could reach for his hand, he took hers in his and squeezed. She let out a breath and closed her eyes, ready for touchdown. Relax, Scully. It's okay, he said, his head tilting to rest against hers. She nodded and felt the plane hit the runway. She held her breath and squeezed his hand tightly. Once they had landed safely, she released his hand, and he made a show of moving his fingers around and groaning. She bumped him with her shoulder, and he grinned. They deplaned, gathered their bags from baggage claim, and waited for the taxi to take them to the hotel. Mulder put his arm around her shoulder and pulled her close. She wrapped her arms around his waist and breathed him in. God, he smelled so good. She missed him in the past few weeks. Yes, she had seen him, but her work had been consuming and had prevented them from being able to spend much quality time together. That was going to change this weekend. It was a good idea to fly in on a Thursday, she said, looking up at him. It gives us time to relax before the city gets packed and busy for the holiday. Hmm, he hummed and rubbed his hand up and down her upper arm. Mulder, she asked, leaning away from him and looking at him. The point of coming here for a few days was to relax, remember? And we will, he said with a shrug, not quite looking at her. She tilted her head and raised her eyebrows at him. He met her eyes and shrugged again with a small smile. What? Taxi's here, he shouted and waved him down, grabbing their bags and helping the driver load them into the trunk. Scully stared after him before she got in the car, deciding to let him have his little secrets and go with the flow. Mulder slid into the seat beside her and grinned as the driver got in and pulled away from the curb. The weather was much different than they had. The weather was much different than when they left home that morning. It was muggy and humid at home, but here it was overcast and cooler. Scully rolled the window down and let the wind hit her face as she heard Mulder tell the driver where they were headed. Mulder reached for her hand again and loosely locked their fingers together. He made small talk with the driver as she leaned her head against the headrest and closed her eyes, breathing deeply of the cool air. Soon they were pulling to a stop and Scully opened her eyes as they slowed down. Mulder squeezed her hand before he got out and went to collect their bags. She stepped out and saw the hotel where they would be staying and her eyes widened. Ready? Mulder asked, holding both bags by their handles. She looked at him and then at the hotel. This is a nice place, Mulder, she said, her eyebrows raised. He frowned and shook his head. Duh, he scoffed, causing her to smile, as if I would whisk you away and take you someplace shitty. You doubt me, Miss Scully? She smiled and reached for her bag, touching his face softly as she did. He turned his head and kissed her palm before she moved it. They walked inside and Mulder gave them his name for the re- <clears throat> They walked inside and Mulder gave them his name for their reservation. He winked at Scully as they were handed their room card keys and then headed for the elevators. 
Stepping inside, Mulder hit the button to the top floor, causing Scully to again raise her eyebrows at him, but he remained silent, responding only with a grin. Stepping off the elevator, they turned to the right and followed the hall to their room. Mulder opened the door and let her enter first, smiling as she stepped inside and gasped. The room was beautiful and had a view of Puget Sound. As she walked further inside and over to the door that led to a decent-sized balcony, she put down her suitcase, opened the door, and stepped outside where two chairs and a small table sat ready to be used. The glass wall around the balcony afforded a beautiful and uninterrupted view of the water and pier below. It was breathtaking. She turned around and found him standing in the doorway. Walking over, she wrapped her arms around him and squeezed. This is beautiful, Mulder. Thank you. He put his arms around her and held her. You deserve it, Scully. This and so much more. But this is what I can offer, and offer it I shall. He said into her hair, and she chuckled. Come on, let's check out the rest of the room, she said, kissing him lightly before stepping back inside. They found a sitting room off the bedroom, complete with a couch, coffee table, dining table, and chairs, and a large television. Everything was beautifully furnished and decorated in rich colors. Scully turned to him and shook her head. You're very seeky. <laughs> Shit. You're very sneaky, Fox Mulder, she smiled as she stepped closer to him. It's perfect, just what I needed. He nodded and held her hands in his, lacing them together. Well, there is more in a bit, but you'll need to change first. She looked down at her casual attire and then back at him. He shook his head and she frowned. I didn't bring anything super fancy. Nor will you need it, but I think this place has a more dressy dress code. Not that I have any problem with what you're wearing, he said wiggling his eyebrows at her. If you're trying to get me naked, Mulder, all you have to do is ask. She purred, stepping closer to him and wrapping her arms around his neck, pulling his mouth down for a kiss. Her tongue stroked along his and he moaned, his fingers gripping her waist. Her fingernails scratched the nape of his neck and he moved his hands to her ass, lifting her into his arms. She squeaked in surprise, her legs wrapping around she squeaked in surprise, her legs wrapping around him as he pulled her head back. <laughs> Shit. Again. <sighs> she squeaked in surprise, her legs wrapping around him as he pulled his head back, his eyes dancing. You squeaked, he laughed, and she held tighter to him, embarrassed but also incredibly horny and needing to have him inside her. Let's see if you can make me do it again, she challenged him, and kicked her heels into his back, jutting her chin and motioning to the bedroom. Ah, Scully. He shuddered and walked into the bedroom and over to the bed. He stumbled into it and dropped her down, falling with her. They both began a mad scramble to get their clothes off, needing to touch and be touched. And he did make her squeak. Twice. He kissed her bare shoulder as she was putting in her earrings. Glancing at him in the bathroom mirror, he winked as he moved over and began to brush his hair. She smiled at him the memories of their recent lovemaking, still making her pulse race and her legs quiver. She dabbed some makeup over the spot where he had nipped a bit too hard. God, but it had been worth it, she thought, remembering how he had done it as he simultaneously... <laughs> One more time. God, but it had been worth it, she thought, remembering how he had done it as he simultaneously slid into her and teased her clit with his finger. She had come instantly and really did squeak, much to his amusement. Thinking about it now made her wet. She wanted more of him. I'm going to have to buy more of this if you plan on making a habit of biting me, vampire man. She teased him, catching his eyes in the mirror. You loved it, he answered with a smile. I did, but still, 
keep that in mind should be past the pharmacy. I'd rather stock up than be caught off guard. Hmm, I think you like being caught off guard, he said, coming up behind her and kissing her neck, the side he had left unscathed. His arms went around her waist and his body pushed hers forward into the counter. She rolled her neck to give him more of a canvas to work with. Mmm, she moaned, as she watched him kissing her, biting her lip, her eyes closing as his hands moved up to cup her breasts. Mulder, she breathed, and then suddenly he stopped, causing her eyes to fly open. He stared at her in the mirror, both of them breathing hard. Jesus Christ, Scully, he said, stepping back and shaking his head as he grinned. I would say we should order room service, but room service? After all this, she asked, turning around to face him, gesturing to her clothes, hair, and makeup. After the time I spent getting ready, after my suggestion that we stay in bed and order room service, after the fact that I got my hair in this perfect updo, after you surprised me with this new dress, after all that? She stood with her hands open, palms up, and he laughed, reaching to pull her to him. She put her hands on his chest to stop him from pulling her too close, staring hard at him. Which is why I said I would say, and I didn't actually say it, he laughed. And she narrowed her eyes at him. It's too far gone to give up the ghost now. Besides, we do have reservations, and I am excited to take you there. So I'll try to keep my hands off you. I'll try. He says, while his arms are around me, she whispered snidely, causing him to laugh, step back, and put his hands up in surrender. Finished getting ready, I'll wait out here. But, he said, still standing in the doorway, you look astoundingly beautiful. I like your hair up like that. It will be sexy as hell when you let it down later. He smiled, and she shook her head. How is that helping? Hey, a woman looks beautiful, you let her know. Well, when your woman does, he shrugged. Your woman, she asked, crossing her arms and trying to look stern. Yep, he nodded. You're my woman. He raised his eyebrows at her and walked away, whistling through his teeth. She grinned and picked up her lipstick, just about ready to go. Dinner was at a beautiful seafood restaurant with the freshest fish Scully had ever tasted. Everything about the meal was gorgeous. The table, the view, the food, and the company. Mulder had reserved a table outside, and the weather had been perfect for an evening meal outdoors. The light strung up around the dining area made it all that much more romantic. They ordered a bottle of wine, and she was starting to feel a little buzzed from it. She smiled at Mulder as he took a bite of food from her plate. He had... He had a bit of sauce on his lip, so she reached over and wiped it off before sucking her finger into her mouth. Scully, he growled quietly at her, and she smiled, pulling her finger from her mouth slowly. He grabbed her wrist, and she caught her breath, her heart racing. Stop it. Or what? She asked him innocently, her finger out of her mouth now, and he shook his head. You'll bite me? He growled again, and she grinned. You, how is everything? The waitress asked as she approached the table, smiling as she clasped her hands together. Everything is wonderful, Scully said, pulling her hand from Mulder's grasp as he exhaled loudly. Could we see the dessert menu, please? I'm thinking something chocolatey sounds delicious. Honey, what about you? Something sweet and rich? He stared at her, and she laughed, nodding to the waitress who grinned and walked away. Scully, I swear to every god, he said, adjusting his napkin in his lap as he cleared his throat. She laughed again and picked up her wine glass, drinking the rest of it down with a wink to him. They took the menus from the waitress when she returned and decided on two desserts to share. Scully chose a chocolate cake that made her mouth water just from the description, while Mulder chose a vanilla raspberry creme brulee. They placed their orders and waited for them to arrive. Mulder reached for her hand and she smiled as she held on to it. I've missed you, 
he said softly, causing her to sigh. I know, I've missed you too. Sounds strange to say when we live in the same house and sleep in the same bed, but I've missed you too, she said with a squeeze to his hand. Work just piled up and I'm sorry. Hey, I wasn't looking for an apology. You're saving the world, Doc, he said, and she stared at him. If we need to... If we need to physically get away from home sometimes to reconnect and focus on each other, I'm completely fine with that. He lifted her hand to his mouth, turned it over, and kissed her palm. She sighed, and he smiled again. Still, Mulder, I I don't want to get too focused on something that I don't see you. She touched his face, and he kissed her palm again. Never. I'd make an appointment if I had to. I could always do for a checkup, make sure everything is functioning properly. He wiggled his eyebrows at her, and she smiled as she rolled her eyes. Their desserts... <laughs> Try that again. Their desserts arrived, and they moaned and groaned at the rich flavors. They shared them equally, and both exclaimed how stuffed they were when they... <clears throat> they shared them equally, and both exclaimed how stuffed they were when they finished. The waitress brought the check, and Mulder paid for the meal. As they left, Mulder suggested they walk along the pier, and she agreed. Hooking her arm in his, they strolled along the pier, looking at the boats and discussing which one they would pick to live on if given an opportunity. The bigger boats afford more space, but trying to dock that thing, Mulder said, shaking his head. Please, you would never be able to dock a boat like that, Mulder, she scoffed. Every time we would get close, I would hear, Scully, you need to do it. I can't. Every time, Mulder. He laughed and shrugged as she grinned. Not to mention, we'd probably sink anyway with all the crappy junk you'd loaded up with. She said slyly as she walked past him. Hey! Walking back into the hotel room, Scully thankfully slipped off her heels, rubbing her feet in relief as she sighed. Hey, why don't we get changed and watch a movie? Mulder asked as he took off and hung up his jacket and loosened his tie. A movie? Seriously? Is that really what you want to do? She asked as she turned around for him to unzip her dress. He obliged and kissed her neck and down her back as he unzipped it. He slid his fingers under the straps and pushed it off her shoulders, down her arms, until it fell to her feet. Maybe we could watch that movie tomorrow, she asked, turning around and tugging on his tie. He swallowed hard as she pulled it loose from its knot, letting it hang around his neck. She looked into his eyes and he nodded. Good answer. His hands went around her waist, his fingers dipping under the waistband of her panties and caressing her ass. She pulled on his tie and his mouth was on hers. He tasted sweet and she wanted more. She wanted to devour him. Pushing him back, she stepped out of her dress and kicked it away from her. You know, he said, unclasping her bra and watching her take it off and throw it to the side. That dress was expensive. His hands went to her breasts and she moaned as he held them, his fingers pinching her nipples. Oh, dear, expensive? Hang on, let me hang it up, she said, pushing away from him, despite feeling like her body was on fire and his mouth, hands, and body, the only thing that could put it out especially his mouth. God, she loved his mouth. She started to turn around and pick up the dress when he grabbed her waist roughly, pulling her to him. I'll buy ten more if you stay right here. I'll stay if you use that mouth for something better than talking, she said, pushing her panties down and off, throwing them behind her. He dropped to his knees and kissed her stomach, hip bones, and trailed his tongue down where she wanted it most. A leg was lifted onto his shoulder, and she nearly came undone at the first touch of his tongue. He held her tight as he played the greatest hits, including the extended versions, and she cried his name, shaking from the utter bliss he created within her, before she begged him to stop. He laughed at her softly, kissed her gently, 
pulling his head back and helping her to move her leg from his shoulder. She stumbled forward and he caught her, his mouth on her stomach, the scent of herself on him making her core throb. Mulder, she whispered, holding on to his neck. God, Mulder. That a good enough use of my mouth? He mumbled against her skin, his hands trailing down her back, behind her thighs, up her legs, and back to her center. I'm pretty good with my fingers, too. He slid two fingers inside her, and she clenched around him. Mulder, oh, I need... She gripped his shoulders, and he slid his fingers in and out slowly. It's too much. I need a second. Oh, don't stop. No, wait. Oh, Jesus, Mulder. She stopped fighting it and simply enjoyed the slow way... Christ try that again she stopped fighting it and simply enjoyed the slow way he was fucking her with his fingers she could hear how wet she was with each slide of his wonderfully talented fingers and it made her even hotter his touch not yet extinguishing her desire for him she wanted him inside of her the next time she came so as much as everything in her head screamed that this was not what she truly wanted she put her hand on his and stilled his motion her body hummed with pleasure as he slid his fingers out of her and she stood back to look at him. Unable to focus on him properly, she gripped his shoulders and closed her eyes. He held her up as he stood to his feet, chuckling as he did. You okay there, Scully? I, me, so much than okay. So, more, she said, opening her eyes and tilting her head back. Still unable to focus on him properly, he laughed again and pulled her to the bed, setting her down gently as he undressed completely and joined her in bed. Unable to form coherent thoughts, eyes unfocused. You need a doctor, Doc? He asked, shifting to lay between her legs. She looked at him, finally able to see only one of him, and she smiled contentedly. All I need is you, she said, and he slid inside her, making her gasp and moan, her shaky legs wrapping loosely around him, letting him know he was in charge of this ride. And was he ever... Stars, lights, the face of God. She saw all of it that night. Hey. Hmm. Scully, wake up. She heard Mulder whispering to her, and she groaned, rolling away from the direction his voice was coming from. He chuckled and moved closer to her. Scully. Mulder, no, it's too early. Go back to sleep. She groaned. It's not early, Scully. It's ten in the morning, which means it's one at home. So you've slept most of the day away. He told her gleefully, and one of her eyes popped open. Although, you definitely deserve the rest, especially after last night. That was, hmm, beyond words, Scully. She rolled over and faced him, a smile on her face and both eyes open now. There we go, he teased. Eyes are able to focus now. She smacked his chest before kissing him good morning. As the kiss began to deepen, he stopped it and pulled back, smiling at her. Get up, get dressed. We have a whole day ahead of us. He slid from the bed and she huffed out her annoyance. Seriously? Not even time for morning sex? She asked incredulously, pulling the covers down a bit, tempting him with her naked body. My, my, Miss Scully, what has come over you? He asked, but she saw him looking. As tempting as the sight of your naked body is, God, Scully, we have the day. Let's go explore. He stepped away from the bed as she covered up and turned over again. I will pull those covers off of you. He warned her before he left the room. You wouldn't dare. She called out, and she heard the shower starting. You call on my bluff? He called back. I've done it before. I will do it again. She closed her eyes and shook her head. He knew better now. Suddenly, she felt the sheet being tugged gently, and her eyes flew open as she turned over at lightning speed. He stood there, naked and semi-hard, a huge grin on his face. Get up, get in the shower, and let's go out, he said, pulling the sheet a bit more with each word. 
She groaned at him, but sat up with the sheet still held snugly against her breast. I need to do that again, sorry. She groaned at him, but sat up with the sheet still held snugly around her breasts. No way would he be getting a free show when there had been no promise of sex. He stared at her and smiled, gesturing toward the bathroom. She stood up and kept the sheet around her, pulling it behind like some silly character in a movie. He chuckled behind her and she glared at him over her shoulder. I don't know how you expect us to have sex in the shower if you don't drop the sheet, he said in his low voice, and that was all it took. The sheet fell to the floor, and his hands went to her hair, taking out the messy updo she had slept on all night. God damn, sexy as hell, he muttered as her hair fell around her shoulders. Botticelli would never have painted anything else if he had you as his model. He ran his fingers through her hair, and she sighed. Bet you say that to all the ladies, she teased, but her eyes told him how much his words meant. Only the ones with golden red hair, who drive me absolutely crazy, and would actually fit quite nicely. Shit. Again, only the ones with golden red hair who drive me absolutely crazy and would actually fit quite easily inside of a large shell. He teased back and she laughed before stepping into the shower and pulling him in after her. They strolled through Pike Place Market a couple of hours later, each with a cup of coffee from the original Starbucks. After taking pictures in front of the famous market clock and sign, they watched the guys throwing fish to the cheers and applause from their fellow shoppers. Mulder whispered in her ear that he thought he could do it just as easily, and she rolled her eyes at him. He shrugged, and they moved on to look at other things. They sampled produce, cheeses, meats, and sweet treats. Mulder purchased some fancy chocolates and a single sunflower for Scully, and she grinned at him. They watched a man playing a cello, and before he finished, Scully was wiping away tears. Hmm, let me try that again. They watched a man playing a cello, and before he finished, Scully was wiping away tears. The music beautifully haunting, both how it was played and the location, the echoes of the music filling her soul. Scully put some money in his cello case, and he nodded his thanks at her. Downstairs, they found more shops. Books, comics, jewelry, and other items were located there. Scully wandered off to look at the books available as Mulder walked excitedly over to the comics. A few book titles she loved were there, and it made her smile. She picked up a copy of Little Women and read some of her favorite passages. Scully, look at this, Mulder said as he walked up and she put the book down. It was an old comic of a half-alien, half-man, his face shocked to find he was. The head was alien-like, but the body was definitely human. She looked at him and he grinned. You find anything, he asked, and she shook her head. Well, I'm going to get this, and then there is something I have planned for us to do. She looked at him again and he nodded. They left the market and took a monorail over to Seattle Center, and Mulder led them to a ticket counter for something called Ride the Ducks. He got them tickets, and they joined the group of people waiting for the tour. What followed was an almost two-hour tour of Seattle in a large vehicle. Their tour guide was hilarious, and Mulder laughed at all his corny jokes, often slapping his knee and shaking his head. After driving around town, the apparent amphibious vehicle became a boat and drove into Lake Union. It was a beautiful and pleasant ride until Mulder started fuck again. It was a beautiful and pleasant ride until Mulder started to look a little green. Mulder, you knew we were doing this and you didn't bring any nausea medicine? Scully asked him as she rubbed his back. Oh, Scully, was all he could say. His eyes closed and his head down. She smiled sympathetically and kept her hand on his back. When they finally returned to land, he was past the point of feeling good. He quickly excused himself and ran to the bathroom. While he was gone, Scully found a newsstand and bought bottles of water and some gum. 
taking out a piece for herself and Mulder. <laughs> My God. Taking out a piece for herself and Mulder, she added the pack to the bag of their items and waited for Mulder to come out. He came to join her on the bench outside, and she handed him the bottle of water. He took it, put it on the ground between his feet, and sat forward with his head in his hands. She rubbed his back and smiled, sorry for him, but also extremely happy that she did not suffer from seasickness. I imagined that going a lot differently in my head, he moaned, and she laughed. Sure he did. Oh, Scully, what was I thinking? God, he leaned back and with his eyes closed, and she smiled at him. It was a fun time, Mulder, and I... <laughs> Again, it was a fun time, Mulder, and a good idea. I think you just got ahead of yourself a little, she said, touching his face and finding it warm. Drink some water, slowly, and have some gum. It will help your stomach and breath. She smiled as she handed him his piece of gum, putting her own in her mouth. He groaned again, but did as she said. They sat on the bench for about 45 minutes before Mulder stated he felt better. He stood up and... <clears throat> he stood up and let out a deep breath, his eyes closed. Scully waited until he looked at her, signaling he was okay, and then she stood as well. Placing her hand on his back, she looked up at him. It's okay, but that's it for water-related activities. No, that's not right. I'm sorry, let me try that again. I'm okay, but that's it for water-related activities, he said, taking her hand and walking away from the bench. She laughed, shook her head, and leaned against his arm. He led them down the path and towards the space needle. They both looked up at it as they stood there, and then he grinned at her, pulling her hand toward the entrance. Tickets paid for, they got on the elevator and rode it to the top. Stepping out, they headed outside and walked slowly around the entirety of it, looking out at the view around him. Mulder stopped walking and Scully did as well, staring at the city below, the water around, and Mount Rainier in the distance. It's really beautiful up here, he said quietly, and she nodded, wrapping her arms around his waist. He held her close, and together they watched the city life going on around them, far removed from the bustle. <laughs> Ooh. He held her close, and together they watched the city life going on around them, far removed from the hustle and bustle. They appeared so tiny. They went back inside and purchased a couple of magnets and postcards for home. Back down they went in the elevator, and then back to the hotel, the day long and tiring. Scully set the bag of purchases down and sat down to take off her shoes. Mulder did the same, and they sprawled out on the bed. Scully climbed in. Let me start all that over because I did it wrong. Scully set the bag of purchases down and sat down to take off her shoes. Mulder did the same and then sprawled out on the bed. Scully climbed in beside him, and within minutes they were both asleep. Waking up hours later, they ordered room service. Dinner was eaten in their pajamas at the coffee table as they watched a movie, both of them tired from the day. Scully leaned her head against Mulder's shoulder discovering she was still tired even after their long nap. Closing her eyes, she sighed as Mulder began to run its fingers in her hair, saying the lines along with the movie. She smiled and drifted off to sleep, only waking when Mulder carried her to bed. Hey there, he whispered as she wrapped her arms around his neck and hummed against his throat. He set her down on the bed and she moved until she laid her head on the pillow and relaxed into the bed. Mulder covered her and then slid in beside her. <sighs> Mulder covered her and then slid in behind her, pulling her close. There was a man who thought he could live alone and be happy. Until the day she walked into his office, he thought he had accomplished that task. She set his heart racing. God, fuck, let me do that all over again. I'm just, ugh. There was a man who thought he could live alone and be happy. 
until the day she walked into his office. He thought he had accomplished his task. She set his heart racing, his mind turning, and his insides quivering. He whispered into her ear, and she grinned. How do you even have the summary of that movie recognized? Recognized. How do you even have the summary of that movie memorized? She laughed softly. Hmm, because it made me think of you the first time I read it. So it's stuck in there forever, he said with a kiss on her neck. She closed her eyes and sighed, always taken aback at the amount of romance he carried within him. She knew it was not too surprising, considering his approach to life, but when it was directed her way, it always touched her. He never stood a chance, did he? She asked softly, the double meaning obvious. Not for a second. He breathed in her ear. She smiled, and soon she heard his soft snores, his body relaxing behind her. She carefully turned over, watching him as he slept. Touching his face, she closed her eyes and went to sleep. The next morning they slept in and once again enjoyed room service, and then each other. She was on top and took her time reaching her peak before collapsing against him. He chuckled, and she raised her head to look at him with a happy smile. She climbed off of him, laid down, and he entered her from behind, his hand holding her hip as he slid in and out. She moaned as he began to go faster, her name on his lips. He gripped her hip tighter, slowing for a few thrusts before speeding up once again, crying her name as he came. He wrapped his arm tightly around her waist as he continued to slowly push into her. Mulder, she breathed, the feel of him inside of her as wonderful as the first time. They lay there for a few minutes before he pulled out, but kept a hold on her. Suddenly, she felt a rocking motion under her and thought Mulder was shaking the bed until he jumped up and out of the bed, causing her to sit up quickly. What the fuck is that? Mulder shouted, looking around, off balance and very naked. He ran toward the door and she yelled for him to come back. Mulder, you're naked, she shouted, jumping out of the bed and running after him. He had opened the door halfway and Scully slammed it shut, staring at him and pulling him to the bathroom doorway. It's just an earthquake. Stand here and we'll wait it out. She held onto his wrist and his eyes moved all over the room. While she was scared, she also wanted to laugh at the absurdity of the situation. Both of them completely nude, still recovering from amazing sex, standing in a bathroom doorway as they rode out an earthquake. How very like them it all was. The room stopped rocking, the lights continuing to sway slightly when she heard Mulder let out a long breath. She watched him as his eyes darted around the room, licking his lips and breathing hard. Mulder, she said, squeezing his wrist. Mulder, look at me. His eyes flicked to hers, and she smiled. You okay? It's over now. We're all right. But Mulder, they're possibly going to evacuate the building, so we should get dressed. I'm going to use the bathroom. You get dressed, and then I will too. Okay, Mulder? She squeezed his wrist again, and he nodded. He stepped out of the doorway, looking up. <laughs> he stepped out of the doorway, looking around hesitantly. She stepped inside the bathroom and used the toilet before washing her hands and joining him in the bedroom. He was sitting on the bed, completely dressed with his shoes on. She smiled as she quickly put on some clothes in her shoes. Ready? she asked, and he nodded. He stood up and joined her as they left the room. People were loading up in the hallways, dressed for the 4th of July, in red, white, and blue, all talking excitedly about the rocking of the earthquake. Stairs, Scully, Mulder said under his breath and guided her away from the crowd of people and to the stairwell. He hurried her down the stairs and did not stop until they were in the lobby. He breathed a sigh of relief, and she held back a laugh. 
They needed to vacate the hotel while a standard inspection was done to check for any possible damage. A concert was starting at the Seattle Center and was suggested to the guests to enjoy as the inspection of the hotel took place. Mulder seemed too far <laughs> Mulder seemed far too on edge to be in a large crowd of people, so Scully suggested a walk down to the pier. It was not overly hot out, thankfully, and the walk seemed to do him good, though he was quiet on the journey down. They passed other people on their way to celebrate the holiday, laughing and seemingly equally phased and unfazed by the recent earthquake. When they reached the pier, they sat down on a bench. Taking a deep breath, he reached for her hand. That was the first time I've been in an earthquake. I can't say that I care for it, he said with another sigh, and she laughed. I was genuinely scared, Scully. I didn't know what to do. I noticed. You were about to run out of the building, and you're all together. Just all out there for the world to see, she teased him, and he laughed softly. To assuage your fears, how about we look at it in a different way? You literally made the earth move for me, Mulder. She looked at him with an eyebrow raised, and he laughed heartily. He laced their fingers together and nodded. Well, now, that's an idea I can get behind, he agreed. Hey, that's how we ended up in this mess in the first place, she said with a laugh, and he chuckled again, kissing her hair as she put her head on his shoulder. They sat at the pier and watched people coming and going. The music from the outdoor concert echoed faintly down toward them, and Mulder hummed along to the songs being played. Do you want to head up to the concert? Scully asked, and he sighed. Honestly, I had planned for us to go, but I think I'd rather sit here and enjoy it from a distance, he said with a squeeze of her hand. She nodded against his shoulder and sighed. They sat for a while longer before standing up and walking along the pier, again looking at the boats. They were now decorated for the holiday, with many people aboard most of them, laughing and having a great time. How did that earthquake not rattle you? Mulder asked as they stopped to watch a family preparing their boat to head out for the day. Hmm. Grew up in San Diego, remember? We had earthquakes sporadically when we lived there, she explained. That's not to say that I wasn't bothered by it today, but I knew what it was, and while it was unnerving, I knew it was okay. It's always better to remain calm than to run out of the... <laughs> Let me try that again. It's always better to remain calm than to run out of the room buck-naked post-coitus. She elbowed him lightly, and he laughed. Everyone almost got a peek at the goods, and that should be something only I get to see. He turned toward her and wrapped his arms around her waist, looking into her eyes, a goofy grin on his face. Thank you for not letting me run out of the room in my birthday suit. She laughed and put her head on his chest as she wrapped her arms around his waist. I mean, I was only recently cleared and considered a free man. No reason to have anyone change their mind over that decision. She giggled against him, and she felt him laughing with her. She pulled back and looked up, grinning at him. He smiled back and bent his head to kiss her. She kissed him back, her hands drifting to his ass and squeezing. He jerked forward and raised his head in surprise, his eyes dancing. Miss Scully, you are such a little vixen, he said. Kiss. <laughs> Miss Scully, you are such a little vixen, he said, before kissing her again, his tongue lazily stroking inside her mouth. You think the hotel is cleared for us to go back now? He asked against her mouth, nibbling at her lips. She laughed and pulled back from him, kissing him once more. Let's go see what the city is up to for the holiday, then lunch, and then you can work on rocking my world again, she said, taking his hand and pulling him away from the pier. Sitting in the chair on the balcony, Scully took a deep breath. It was nearly dark enough for the fireworks to start, and she was excited to see them. She thought of past fourths and how it was always an enjoyable act. Ugh. So close. 
She thought of past fourths and how it was always an enjoyable holiday as a kid. Watching the fireworks, both professional and doing them at home, had been such fun. Tonight would be another memory to add to the file, one spent with the man she loved. Here we go, he said, handing her a drink from the bar downstairs. He ordered and waited for them when they came back from the... He ordered and waited for them when they came back after their day out, telling her to head upstairs. She changed into pajamas and went to the balcony. Mmm. So close. Again. She changed into pajamas and went onto the balcony to wait for him. Thank you, she said, taking a drink and finding it to be one of her favorites. She smiled at him and he winked at her before taking a drink of his beer. So, I'd say we have... (laughs) Look. So, I'd say we have the best possible spot. No crowds and the view is beautiful. He smiled as he looked at her. And beyond the balcony is pretty great, too. She smacked his arm, but smiled at him as he winked again. They were quiet as they drank. When the first firework went off, a cheer could be heard all around them. Mulder grinned at her again and reached for her hand. The night lit up with green, and she watched his face as it did. He was so handsome, so happy in this moment. She loved him more than she thought possible. Squeezing his hand, she turned back to the brightly lit sky. Come on, Dana, Missy laughed as she handed her a sparkler and grabbed her hand. They ran a little way from the rest of the family, and Missy held up the lighter in her hand. So, when I light it, you have to think of the man you want to marry. Dana giggled. At the age of 13, the thought of boys in marriage still made her feel kind of silly and giggly. Think of what you want him to look like, sound like, act like, and if you want him to be rich, or even better, super rich, Missy said, and they both dissolved into giggles again. Whatever you're thinking of last will be the most important trait he will have. Ready? Missy looked at her and Dana nodded. The sparklers were lit and they stepped away from each other. Handsome, Dana thought with a giggle. Good kisser. Something she heard Missy say was important. Tall. Money was not important to her. She paused, watching the sparkler, and thought about it seriously. What would she really want? Smart, kind, funny, caring. Looked out for her. Passionate a word she had been obsessed with recently, made her happy. The sparkler was almost out, and she panicked as she tried to think of another word to come up with. Almost out, passionate, and the fire extinguished. What was your trait, little sister? Missy called out, smiling as she stared at her still glowing sparkler. I landed on nice butt. Dana laughed and hesitated to tell her, wanting to keep it a secret, to let it fill her up. Let me do that again. Dana laughed and hesitated to tell her, wanting to keep it a secret, to let it fill her up with the hopes of finding a passionate man to share her life. Maybe she should lie and say good kisser was hers, but she knew Missy would not believe her. She sighed and Mickey, she sighed and Missy walked closer to her, forcing her to look up into her big sister's eyes. You went with passionate, didn't you? Missy asked softly, and Dana nodded, causing Missy to sigh. Well, Dana, I'd say you have your answer then. Missy smiled and put her arm around her, leading her back home. Come on, let's go get some Goopo ABC. Hopefully it's not the green kind. Yuck. They laughed as they ran back to the house, their dying sparklers held in their hands to put in the bucket of water their dad set out every year to avoid a fire. Scully (laughs) Scully wiped tears from her eyes as the memory hit her unbidden right in the heart. 
The scent of that night, the feel of Missy's hand in hers, the brightness of the sparkler as she made her wishes. They were all wrapped up in the beauty of the fireworks currently lighting up the sky. Glancing over, she watched Mulder's smiling face become illuminated by a multicolored firework. Yeah, Missy, I got my answer, she thought as she smiled at him. Catching her looking at him, Mulder turned his head, questions in his eyes. She shook her head, not wanting to make the moment sad. She smiled wider and squeezed his hand. Fingers interlocked. They looked back as once again, cheers erupted at the sight of the exploding colorful lights filling up the night sky. Music and laughter filled the air and scullied with happiness as memories of past holidays weaved together perfectly with the present, leaving an imprint forever in her heart.